Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? Welcome back. It's another episode of the Believe in Commanders show. Brian Murphy is down in Atlanta. I'm Anthony Armstrong, the, uh, I'll say the original 13, but now you got Emmanuel Forbes in the building, so he can hold it down uh, for the next decade or so, especially if he's getting pick sixes. Brian Murphy, how you doing, man? What's going on? I'm good. Uh, we're recording this on Friday after the schedule release, so the weekend is uh, is basically here. So I'm feeling good. Anytime the weekend gets here, uh, it means we're one Sunday closer to the uh, NFL season kicking off, which is what this whole episode's about. But I'm good. How are you doing? I am awesome, man. Great start to the morning. I got woke up early, got a little meditation in, Very so nice. that that kind of helped, you know, clear the clear the slate for the day and set me up for victory. Then I found twenty dollars in my pocket. So I mean I'm day. I'm I'm good right now, man. I mean That's I'm good. We day. get to talk a little schedule release. Um, found twenty bucks. Meditated, man. Everything is good. Life is awesome right now. Everything is abundant. Yeah, you can head it's to abundant. bed. It, can, it doesn't get much better than that. After this, you might just pack it up for the day because it's man. You, maybe maybe man. it gets better. Hopefully, it gets better. Continues to get I, better. I'm I'm just gonna you know roll with the momentum and, and see what we get. I figure it's got to keep going up, going in the right direction. Might make a better two. Matter of fact, I did make a better two. Um, after our you know last episode, we were talking about um, the schedule being released, and then I made my way to bet online to to put a couple of put a couple of future bets down on on what I thought was going to happen with the Commanders this upcoming season. But Brian, tell these good folks about Bet Online and then I'll show y'all what Bet Online looks like at the same time. Brian, go ahead. Yeah, betonline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news and scores. We know how good they are with football. Same thing with basketball as the playoffs roll on. Get the latest odds and lines including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season and beyond as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey, right on to UFC and boxing as well. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. So grab your tablet, grab your laptop, grab your phone, head to the website today. Or even use your mobile device, whatever you got. Just get in on the action. Be sure to use our code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BLEAV. Anthony's got it pulled up on the screen. And that's Bet Online, where the game starts. Bet Online is a fun place to go and, and hang out, especially if you're feeling, feeling good about your squad, you know, or you just want to put a future bet down. You, you want to take some odds. Um, I mean, if you're looking at something, let's say NFL futures, or I'm clicking on it right now. If you're watching, uh, you get to see this happening live. Super Bowl futures, Super Bowl exact matchup. You can pick Ooh. that division, division futures. Who's going to win the uh, NFC East? Let's see. What are the odds right now? What do you think? Uh, the Commanders are not the favorite to win. They they are plus eleven hundred uh, to win the division. So hey, you know, hey, I mean, long hey, shot that pay bet. off. I mean, long shot could pay off, right? You know, so you never know. You may hit lightning in a bottle. You never, you may hit lightning in a bottle. But either way, um, I think I put down some. Uh, there's a bet about the about the the win total. Bet online has it plus or minus six and a half. Um, and then what else? I think I'm making the playoffs. You could pick any individual team that they could make the playoffs. So 
uh, played around with that Fun a little stuff. bit yesterday. So I, it's one of those things I'll forget about. And then when it happens, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah I did <laughs> call that back in back in May of 2023. But um, let's see. Get to the, the topic of the day. Yesterday was an exciting time in the NFL. They made it more exciting because, frankly, a lot of the NFL team's social channels get to be in uh, – they just go into overdrive. Yeah. With these super, uh, these schedule Super Bowl release, schedule release uh, events and posts and and all of that. So Brian actually abstained from finding out and paying yeah. attention to all the leaks that were out there on the Twitter spaces and the Instagram. So Brian, how tell first talk about that? How was resisting the urge to yeah. go and get any of the information you wanted? Yeah, I'm I'm big on and I mindlessly do it. That's how I saw a couple. I have to be honest that I saw a couple. I think I could be wrong. They could have been, you know, fake leaks or something like that. But yeah, I had to stay off social media, which was weird for me. Usually I'm scrolling, staying right up to the minute. But I was like, you know what? I want to be authentic. I want to be real. So I for the most part, I don't know the schedule, which is kind of fun. And now and then I'll, I'll look forward to going back and watching all the videos of teams and their releases. because I, I didn't want to see any other teams either, just in case. You know, the commanders came up, you know, I, 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 we knew the opponents and all that. So I did make sure to watch the Titans. That one has been going around where they interview folks on the street. I don't know if you saw that, Anthony. Hilarious. Hilarious. I saw it, but frankly, I was, um, my Bluetooth, my headset was not in my ear. So I was watching it without sound and I was trying to like read lips and I was trying, and I would see what they were, this is what they had said. And I was like, what and then thinking now i'm like i gotta listen to this one because it's obviously hilarious as to what went down yeah pretty pretty funny stuff so go check that out i knew that the commanders weren't playing the titans so i knew that we were safe there uh real quick the entire nfl schedule is released and maybe as we move forward because we're gonna have plenty of time to dissect all these games what are your thoughts about the lions being the team to open up against the chiefs that kind of surprised me that is one that i saw um, you know, the defending champ always gets that Thursday opener. Yeah. Uh, how about the Lions being on on the national stage to start the year? You know, Dan Campbell must be the NFL's sweetheart. You know, the Lions are the NFL's sweetheart after uh, after that hard knocks appearance and just how they fought and, and scratched and clawed and bit kneecaps last year. <laughs> um, they've earned yeah. their way into that position, you know, uh, I was I was a bit surprised to see that they I think they had a couple of Monday night games or something like that and uh, you look at all the primetime games or the the Monday night was for sure you would see I think it was primetime games and you would see you know the Bills twice the Eagles twice the Chiefs the Bengals and then the Lions were on there twice and I was like huh who would have yeah. thought who would have thunk it I mean hey Detroit Motown City um, welcome to the limelight man this is your year try to make some noise you know you you made some big plays in the off season. Now you get to go and put it on the big stage. So I'm excited for them, but it caught me off guard. Yeah, me too. It just seemed kind of random. You'd think they'd go Bills, Bengals, somebody like that. But, hey, good for the Lions. Uh, we don't get to see them often other than um, Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited yeah. for them. It's fun to see a, a smaller team get the chance. But we are believing commanders. The commander schedule was unveiled, so I hear. Um, <laughs> I want you to, to read it out. Well, first, first off, let me tell you the two that I think I heard. I think I saw that the opener is against Arizona. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. And, and that is in Arizona. Is that right? Nope. Nope. At, oh, it's at the, home. The commanders open at home. Wow. I was not expecting that. See, I'm already surprised off the top. 
Okay, week one yeah. versus Arizona. And then I think I saw I think I saw some of the, the primetime schedule and I saw was it week five they host the Bears on Thursday night football? Correct. Correct. All right. Those are it. That's it. That's all I got. Correct. Good. Good. Well, I can say this. Hopefully for the big game against the Bears, um, if they put the over under it like you know, seven, uh, t- 19 points for the, <laughs> for the total. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's over not a 12 to seven. Yeah. That um, was brutal last year. As much as ooh. I enjoyed the commanders winning, it was ugly. Yeah, man. It's like, take your medicine and it just, it sucks going down, but it's going to make you feel better at the end. But yes. Okay. So they start out Commanders start out hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Kyler Murray's injured. So that's exciting. You know, I don't say exciting. It's not exciting. But it's it's good to know coming into the season you're not going to be facing against the team starting quarter. Yeah. Right. You get to probably going to face your old your old uh, mate in Colt McCoy. Um, we're not going to go into two. He is. He's still okay. out there holding it down, man. He's a legend, man. He's a legend he in the state of Texas. Um, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on each individual game because we want to release it. We can talk about specifics later on. But week it, two, it, just in case you think I'm I'm kidding, I, I'm writing I'm writing them down. I have not seen any. Like, this isn't like a piece bit. of paper. Yeah, I'm I'm like All right. le- legitimately like I I thought it was at Arizona. He had to I did not know. It out. Yeah, so this is awesome. Okay, I All love right. this. This, this is good. Okay, week two, they're on the road. They're at. going to go to Denver at Ooh. Denver. Okay. So you get Russell Wilson and Sean Payton in week two. Um, I mean, you know, we'll talk specifics later on, but, you know, those are a couple I think that you would want to be able to jump out and get a W on. Yeah. Uh, week three, you got your tough, your first challenge of the year. You welcome the Buffalo Bills. So Ooh. September 24th, it's going to be good weather, 12 o'clock. Uh, the Bills come into town. So. You, you better you better be ready, right? You better be ready. Week four, 10-1, October 1st, you're up to Philly. First time to face Philly, uh, first division opponent. You start out October. Remember last year, October was, you know, uh, co- co- conveniently scary uh, mm-hmm. to go with the Halloween theme. Um, this time you start out with the Eagles up there in Philly. Week five, we already talked about it. So this is that short week, uh, Sunday yeah. to Thursday. You, you host the Bears. So, it, frankly, you know, I'm not uh, – even though, yeah, it's, you know, it's Thursday night game, everybody's going to have those. It's a short week, but at least you're not going too far to go to Philly. And yeah. then you get to stay at home for that Thursday night game. Uh, week six, week six, October 15th, they're down in your neck of the woods. The Commanders head to Atlanta. All right. The Taylor Heineke Bowl. The Taylor Heineke Bowl, um, you know, let's let's say it now. Um, is Taylor Heineke starting that game for Atlanta? Uh, saying it now, today is May 12th, and October 15th is when the Commanders play host – or actually the Commanders uh, visit Atlanta. Five Taylor months Heineke. from like right now, from this weekend. Yeah. Five months away, five months early. Is Taylor Heineke starting that game? Go. Uh I would say no, but somehow he always finds his way on the field. So I'm going to say yes. I think he's out I'm gonna, there. I'm, I'm going with a yes as well. Taylor Heineke plays the starting quarterback against his old team uh, in week they six might, for the Atlanta Falcons. They might just trot him out there for this game alone. I mean, it really is the Taylor Heineke bowl. Yeah, right. Exactly. You got to do it. You got to do it. Week seven. Here we go. Week seven. You're back to a division opponent. You're going up to East Rutherford to play the Giants. To play the Giants. So this is um, – Week seven, right there at the bye week, you've got your second division opponent followed up with a game hosting 
the Eagles, hosting the Eagles. So, so far, uh, week eight, you know, you, you, you'll be done playing the Eagles. You will have played the Giants once, and you've had a primetime game uh, mm-hmm. so far. So that's kind of what the, what the commanders have going. Going into week nine, you go over to New England to face the Patriots. So that's the first. So at New England, week nine is probably mm-hmm. 11 6. 11 5. 11 5. So the first Good game year. of November. All right. Yep. 11 uh, 5. Then. The Halloween's 31. I forgot 31 days in October. Okay. There you go. There you go. Seattle. You take a trip out to Seattle in week 10. So that's 11 12. Uh, two back to back road trips. I mean, fortunately, the first was pretty close. Then that second one, that flight to Seattle, I did that. Lord have mercy, I I wasn't a fan. Um, had a touchdown in that game. Oh no, yeah, it was, did. it was just a long flight. And when you start talking about changing schedules, and I had marked this down about this particular week nine and week ten, is when you're traveling to Seattle from DC, it's like a five six hour flight, and you normally travel the day before the game. You'll travel Saturday morning. You'll be mm-hmm. there all day, sleep, wake up, play the game, and right. then leave Saturday, Sunday night. Well, it, you're not going to leave Saturday morning with that long of a flight. So you're going to have to leave either fr- late Friday, early Friday, maybe late Thursday, depending on how much time you want to spend out there. you got to get acclimated to the time change because, you know, a 325 game um, is 325 Central. So that's 125 out there, which is like 4 o'clock game to back in D.C. To your body, right. Yeah, so you got to get acclimated to that. That was something that I kind of circled as a interesting uh, something that could just affect well, some things. Well, I know coming up somewhere here, they're going to LA. You would almost hope that they could have gotten those back to back and maybe stayed out there. I know teams have done that before, but it seems like yeah. they might have been split up a little bit. Yeah, well, the, the schedule makers kind of switched some things around on us. So now week eleven, the uh, you play host to the Giants, and then week twelve is the Thanksgiving game. So this is on the twenty third. Uh, Giants, that that guy, Giants game is the 19th. The 23rd is at Dallas for Thanksgiving. Oh, so back right in Dallas in, for Thanksgiving. Right here. Yeah. Mind um, you, that's the first time to play Dallas this season. Yeah, and I, I think uh, that's awesome that they're going back. I, I enjoy that. I know that I think you said players don't always enjoy that. But um, I think when Dallas played Washington a couple years back, um, I think it was Alex Smith's um, – Last year with Ron Rivera, they put a whooping on the Cowboys. I think it was one of the most watched games in uh, the whole season. So these these two teams, despite not being as successful as they used to be, that rivalry is still real and it's it's a huge it does huge numbers. So I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised that it's been three four years now that they haven't played on Thanksgiving. So I kind of was wondering if this might happen this year. I'm glad to see it back. I'm glad to see it back. That's a fun uh, that's a fun game. I've been to a couple of them. Um, you know, obviously after playing, um, here we go. Week 13, the first game in December on the third, 12, three, the dolphins go up to FedEx dolphins go to FedEx. So hopefully the weather's nice and cold. Um, you can take some of that speed away from that offense. Mm-hmm. Now what's one thing that you haven't seen so far, Brian? Ah, it's looking a lot like last year. I haven't seen a bye week. Week 14 bye week. Okay, goodness. A week 14 bye week. Now, um, number one, that's way down there. Yes. That's way down there. Um, And it's one of those things, I think I said it last year, it kind of cuts both ways where 
having that late bye week where if you're in a position where you're gearing up for the playoffs, it's good to have that late bye week where you're trying to get some people healthy. Um, but on the flip side, you have to wait a really long time to get a break. Yeah. Know? Well, the one the one thing that does stand out is you mentioned we mentioned Chicago in week five. You don't play Atlanta again for 10 days. So you got a little buffer there. Same thing with Thanksgiving, albeit, you know, still late in November. You, you play on the 23rd. You don't play again until December 3rd. So that's another 10 yep. days. But yep. but that's not the same as taking a full week off. I'm sure you can speak to that. I mean, yeah, you probably get a day or two extra, but then you're right back at it preparing for another opponent, whereas the bye week, yep. it's put your feet up for a second and, and get get some rest. Yeah, that that's definitely one of those, you know, rejuvenate, recharge, recuperate. Um, if if you don't, if any player just happens to make their way to this podcast, if you don't have a routine to get your body back to as close to 100% as possible, please hit me up. Mm-hmm. I would love to get you connected to at least point you in the right direction of things to do because taking care of your body. I learned this from Santana Moss. Is he said, you don't have to be sore just because you're playing football. Like you don't have to be hurting just because you're in the middle of the season. I always thought that. I was just like, I mean, it's football. That's what it is. But if you take care of your body, chiropractor, massage, etc., kind of rinse and repeat, you can get back to as close to 100% as possible. So this is important. With a late bye week, take care of your body. Get in there, lift weights after practice when you're supposed to. Do those things, those extra things that's going to help you be a better pro. Uh, because week 14, man, your body's starting to break down a little bit, uh, and that's a long way to wait. Uh, to have a bye week yeah no doubt uh all right so four more weeks a month excuse me the rest of december into january what does it look like for the commanders to um it it looks like one hell of a gauntlet brian i'm just going to list them off you mentioned going to la that happens week 15 that's 12 17 christmas eve game you're in new york all right you're playing the jets aaron Rodgers and the jets on Christmas Eve, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V is going to be in attendance probably. Well, and uh, you got to think. Go ahead. The one good thing is, is Aaron Rodgers does not like his family, so he'll be very much focused on the game and not Christmas. So um, you, you think you get a distracted uh, quarterback around the holidays in a new city, but not the case with Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be even more tough because he doesn't care about his family. Allegedly. Yeah, I mean, allegedly. I mean, it's going to be – it's going to be – I mean, Christmas in the city. I mean, what? You kidding me? Go in there and play Scrooge. Okay, yeah. last two games. Last two games. Commanders are at home. Number one, Week Seventeen, New Year's Eve game. You're welcoming in the 49ers. Mm. Welcoming in the 49ers, and then Week Eighteen. Once again, the Cowboys at home, FedEx Field, TBD. So the way things normally have gone in the NFC East, that game is probably going to be in that prime time category if it comes down to the wire where the, that game is going to determine something in the NFC East or the NFC playoff race. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. So I'm digesting this as we go. But, yeah, that last game, you're right. And had things broken a little bit differently, that Week 18 uh, game against Dallas last year could have very well been for the playoffs as well. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. That has hopefully playoff implications written all over it. Hopefully the commanders are sitting at – nine or ten wins and looking to solidify their position there when the Cowboys come to town. So you, you've had a day now to um, – I'm going to turn it back on you so I can get a second to, to look at it all. But you've had a day to 
digest this, to look at it. We know about the bye week. That probably stands out the most. But what what stretch or what what part of the schedule stands out most to you for the Commanders in 2023? Um, well, and I can speak to that in two breaths, uh, two 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 points, I should say. Number one, it's pertinent that you get started early. You have to start the season just with a win. You're playing against the Cardinals without uh, Kyler Murray. You're going against the Broncos, who have a new head coach, and Russell Wilson's coming off of a very, very shaky year. They'll definitely want to bounce back. But if you don't start out 2-0 and against those two teams, you're you're running into two teams, the Bills and the Eagles, um, you know, where – you know, best case scenario, you're thinking obviously four and zero, but realistically, best is like a two and two coming out of the first four weeks of the year. So mm-hmm. that those first couple of games, and plus you're going to backdoor those and play the Bears and the Eagles. So if you're talking to say uh, Bears and the Falcons, I'm sorry, you're going in that little six week stretch to start the season. You have to get the wins where you can. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to have to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. And you're probably going to have to steal a game from a team that maybe you weren't supposed to win that game, uh, but you're going to have to find a way to get those things finished. That's the first stretch that jumped out to me. Um, and the second stretch is that last month of the year, you know, the finishing out with those, you know, the, the Rams, Jets, Niners and Cowboys. That is a very difficult stretch. A lot of tough teams. Obviously, you know, two teams that were in the playoffs last year, one team that they are expecting to make a run with a new quarterback. Um, and then the Rams, they've been there before. Don't really expect them to do much this year, but you're traveling to L.A. Yep. So that, yeah. that could be a tough, a tough, bumpy road. Yeah, for, for me, it's like you mentioned, you got two winnable games there to start the season. It was it, it feels very similar to last year when you started with the Jaguars and the Lions. Um Commanders only went one and one in that. You, you got to think that you want to to get out to a hot start two and zero, like you mentioned, before going up against two not just contenders but Super Bowl contenders in the Bills and Eagles. I mean that very well. Buffalo and, and Philadelphia, you could be facing the two teams playing in the Super Bowl if things break right. You know what I mean? So yeah, if you're thinking about it, two and two after the first four weeks going into a Thursday night game at Chicago, I'd be feeling pretty good. Um, but you're right. You got to take advantage of some of these weak teams. On the flip side, no offense to the Commanders, no offense to DC, the Atlanta, Chicago, Arizona, Denver. They're probably licking their chops, getting to face Washington early in the season as well. It's probably it, it feels like very much a toss-up game that could go either way. But yeah, Washington, if they're going to be successful this year, they got to get these games against teams that, uh, albeit on paper right now, are not very good. Yeah, when I saw a list of the uh, the, the most difficult schedules uh, it, throughout the year, and I think the Eagles were number one. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the entire NFC East was in like the top seven or eight, yeah. maybe even top six. My question to you, I wrote this down. It was a thought. Uh, obviously, you know, the NFC East, they're going to play the same opponents. I was wondering, what opponent do you think that is not in the division could sweep the division is it the 49ers is it the bills the seahawks i feel like 
I feel like the 49ers are, are they're talking a whole lot about the Eagles and how they felt if Brock Purdy had stayed in that game, they would have been playing in the Super Bowl. So they got to back it up and maybe they've kind of put a target on their back because they've been talking so much, but yeah. they always hit people in the mouth. And Kyle Shanahan always has a game plan, whether it be uh, his, his original starting quarterback or his third or fourth option. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, San Francisco do it. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised to see like Bill Belichick, even though the, the Patriots may not be a great team. He always game plans so well. And there, there's just like one of those weeks where they put up like 35, 42 points and they, they just absolutely run a team out of the building. I could see him going old school and taking down the NFC East. But I just feel like Philly and Dallas specifically are, are so, so tough this year. And I think they're going to be so tough that that's going to be, be hard too. But I think it's going to take a, a special coach to do it. I'll, I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. When you, I mean, shoot. You got everybody watching all your tape, and it's it's tough. It's tough to beat somebody twice, let alone go in there and try to sweep a whole division. That'd be a hell of a question. Yeah. Um, ask the AI to, yeah. to look that up for us. Um, I mean, real, real quick, I was I was looking at um, October and November, and obviously that is the chunk of your games. You've got nine games from October first to uh, November twenty third, and in in two of those stretches you've got uh, short weeks. So I think October and November, where that meat of the schedule is, is, is super important. And it, it'll, it'll be important for this team to stay healthy, knowing that even you know at the beginning of November, your bye week's still over a month away. So I think that they've got to get some wins. They, they play um, all, of the, all of their divisional opponents at least once in that stretch, the Giants twice. Yeah. Um, so those are some key key stretches in there as well. And I know that's not saying it's like, duh, obviously the, the media, <laughs> the schedule is important, but I just think that that's kind of a marathon when you've got, you know, nine games and what eight ish, eight and a half ish weeks to, to cover yeah. there. It's a lot of football. That's a lot of football. And it, it ties back into the point of getting started early, you know, mm-hmm. getting those wins against the teams that, that you would think that you're lesser, that, that, that they're lesser than you are on paper um, teams that maybe you walk in feeling like you should be able to beat, you know, not disrespecting any opponent in this league, but you got to feel good, you know, going down to play Atlanta, uh, going down uh, to play the Bears, and you know they've they're improved, but they still have some some areas to pay attention to. I mean, she did. They've added DJ Moore, and they yeah. still have Chase Claypool over there, and they, yeah. you know, they they've added some players and and improved that squad under, underneath that new GM Ryan Poles and. Um, it's it is not I mean it's not an easy schedule. Like there's it's very difficult to sit here and just say, Oh, yep, this is a win, this is a win, this like you, you can't do that with yeah. the schedule. Yeah. I think you have to look at it week by week, uh, one at a time and, and truly don't look too far ahead because if you do, yeah, you're bound to get beat by somebody. Yeah. I think one of the things that um maybe for the first time in a long time will factor into this is FedEx field rocking a little bit louder. I yeah. think that once the ownership situation um fully figures itself out, which I noticed, I noticed the New Jersey Devils are out of the playoffs in the NHL. And I gotta think that if and when the Philadelphia 76ers can't beat the Boston Celtics in game seven, that Josh Harris might fully turn his attention to dc i don't know if i'm i'm connecting like obvious dots there but i gotta think that he's a little distracted with his teams being in the playoffs but either way 
with new ownership in the building, I think there might be some home field advantage. So with Buffalo coming in in an early game, with you know the division opponents, those are going to be huge games. San Francisco at the end of the year, Miami a fun team. I think that the home field crowd could play a part in some of these games and actually for the first time in maybe a decade or more uh, give the commanders, give Washington an advantage. And I'm excited to see that and to see how it plays out um, on that side of things. I think that's something that's not being looked at. and, and maybe need could you. be, yeah, could be a little, they need you. you could be a little ace up your sleeve. They need you. I mean, you had so many people boycotting attending the games because of the ownership and, and who was in charge. So if that changes, I would anticipate that those tarps come off. You know, I, I anticipate Absolutely. that that building is full. I mean, it's a beautiful thing when that burgundy and gold is draped all across that stadium and you see so many jerseys and people yelling and screaming. Cause frankly, it got old seeing opponents, uh, other opponents take over uh, our stadium. I mean that 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 gets old. You know, you look across the field and it's, it's gang green all over there. That's not a good thing. We don't want to hear chants from the other team. So show up, FedEx faithful. Make sure you're out there. Uh, make sure you stand up for your squad and uh, put your right hand up and and and, and just hold it down for the team. Yeah. Hold it down for the team, Brian. I had this question. Okay. Let me ask you this one question. Um, you get one ticket to any game. Home or away, which one are you choosing to go to? And this can be for any any reason at all. I um, I mean, my first thought is uh, one of the division games. Uh, you know, especially one of the late games, maybe that last game against Dallas. Sure. Um, but I I think I'm a, I would go to Seattle. I, I think that stadium looks so cool, and I've always heard how loud it is. Um, I'd love to go out there and see my team steal a, a victory, kind of like you did back in the day, catching that bomb from Rex Grossman. To see your team go pull an upset in a loud stadium like Seattle, I think I'd circle that 11-12 game. I think that'd be pretty cool. And it's my dad's birthday weekend, so I could treat him to a little birthday trip. That'd be really fun. You could go to the original Starbucks. You could do the whole fish-throwing thing. Now you got yourself a trip. Look at that. This is more than just a podcast, folks. This is a travel cast. You learn (laughs) about the different cities that you get to go to uh, for me, um, I, frankly, I wrote this question down. I asked it uh, to Kyle over there, folks over there at the Burgundy Zone podcast. Shout out to those guys. Uh, love love hanging out with them. Um, I will say city-wise, I'll say Chicago's back at home. If Chicago was in Chicago, city-wise, I would like to pick Chicago. Yeah. Um, uh, Denver is a nice city as well. Um, but for me, I think it would definitely be Week 16, Christmas in the city, yeah. going up to MetLife Field. Uh, I'm sorry, JetLife Stadium uh, <laughs> to, to see the Jets. I mean, it's 12 o'clock on, on, a, uh, on, on a Christmas Eve Sunday. That, I think that would be fun. That would be fun. Go out there and experience a game uh, in the cold. And, and mind you, it gets hell if I cold in that stadium. And I ain't a cold weather brother, um, but I, I would layer up. Yeah. to be out there for that one. I think that one would be a good environment to be in. We mentioned in passing that the that Washington will actually play there twice, going to there to play the Giants earlier in the season, and then two months later, like you mentioned, going to the Jets. Yeah, it would be really cool yeah. to go to um, New York City in the in Christmas time. You had another one, and I wanted to kind of, as we wrap up here, I, I kind of wanted to tweak this question that you brought up. So if playoffs are are what you're aiming for, Ron Rivera probably needs the playoffs to to convince a new ownership group. I would think that he needs to stick around. 
let's do one word to describe the stretch or let's do one word that um that would make that happen okay and then we can expand on it especially when you when you're looking at the schedule so for me you're gonna have to go first yeah i know that's confusing so one word when i look at this schedule division i think you got to finish at least 500 against the division last year you went two three and one um, and legitimately, if you that that tie would have gone one way, if one of those losses would have gone as a win, you would have been in the playoffs. I think sitting at at 500 against that group of teams, who uh, you could argue the Giants are right there with you, but you know the other two seem to be just a couple steps ahead of you. Mm-hmm. You got to have at least a 500 record, three and three in the division, or there there's really no shot. Two and four, you're putting your. It's really each loss in the division is really worth two games. So I think it's important to, and, and, and you get a chance early on in the season to go up against Philly and in, in New York in the first seven weeks. So sure. you, you got to take advantage of the division when you can get them. Uh, otherwise the playoffs are, are, you got no shot. Yeah, I mean, it's always division. I mean, inside that building, it's the division. You win your division, you, you definitely punch your ticket. If you uh, find yourself any, any, any bit lower than, you know, first and sometimes second, uh, you're gonna have to wait on somebody else to get you some get you some help, and and that doesn't ha- happen that often no. uh, in the league. Uh, but for me, mine will be on the flip side. It's the word. I'm not sure what the word would be, but you're going to have to you're gonna have to show up, mm. right? You're gonna have to show up, and what I mean by that is you need to show up at at your best against every opponent when you're going up, up against a a weaker team, a lower team, somebody that you're supposed to be, I'm using air quotes, you need to beat that team handily. That should not be a struggle. I, mm-hmm. I want this team to show up and do the things that they're supposed to do. You know, you, you, you get on the road and play the Broncos tough in week two. Go up there and get a victory. You play the Bears, don't make it a close game. Yeah. Show up, right? I need the defense to show up. Chase Young, show up. Uh, if you show up in those games, because you think your division is playing are playing these same opponents as well, right? So if you can try to stack some wins over there, maybe you know Arizona surprises one of your division opponents. You know, I would expect the Jets to beat up on some other people in the division as well. So uh, you got you just have to think if you can beat some of those teams that are going to play some of your same division opponents. Um, I think that's going to help you uh, kind of jump ahead in a few in a few spots, some tiebreaker situations. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we can dive into this um, a little bit more, but it's fun to break it down originally. I still need to digest it more as I'm sitting here looking at it. I'm noticing more and more things that we could spend an hour on it, but I liked kind of being in the dark on it. I might try to do that again every year. It's kind of fun to, to get it revealed by my, my buddy AAA. So we'll dive into this more. Obviously, games don't start for another four months, but rookie minicamp is coming up. OTA is right around the corner. And then if you're going to these games, that's right. If you're going to these games, uh, start planning now. Get your tickets now. You know what the roadmap looks like, and um, you know the roadmap to nine or ten wins that it would take to get into the playoffs. It starts right here, so it's always an exciting time. I, I know it's kind of lame to go game by game, win by win, but I know we're going to all be doing that in our heads. So uh, that, that's what's fun about it, and that's what's fun about the NFL. So we'll break all these down. I've already got a couple ideas where we can expand on these a little bit and kind of dive into each matchup, but. Uh, fun talking about the schedule. Now I'm going to go back and watch the commander's release video and all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm playing a little bit behind. It's kind of like when somebody's sick on Christmas and you have to push it back a week or something, I'm getting the chance to do that now. So I'm going to go open up all my gifts and pretend like it's Christmas now. 
That's delayed gratification, my man. That's right. Good for you. Good for you. You get to control where that uh, dopamine and uh, those endorphins <laughs> come from and when they get dispersed. So good for you. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll definitely break this down further. Uh, guys, thank you for tuning in and listening this far. If you've made it, uh, do us a favor. Go share this with a friend because we're on all streaming platforms. You can send it to them if they're on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google uh, Podcasts. You can check them out on, on all of those. We're on YouTube. YouTube on the Believe Network. And then we're also on some TV spots as well with uh, a few different streaming platforms with Believe TV, Believe Football. Check us out over there. Um, and also check us out on our social media. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. No dancing, just uh, just uh, talking, talking ball over there. Just talking ball. But do me a favor, though. Answer my question. You get one ticket to one game. Uh, go on to Twitter. Let us know. You get one ticket to one game. What game are you choosing? Uh, I would like to hear where everybody is going to be at. You know what I mean? I might I might pull up on y'all somewhere. So um, we'd love to love to interact with y'all more. And shout out to the folks over there at Bet Online. They take care of us each and every week. Go over there, put a futures bet down. I want to say the commanders making the playoffs was like a plus 2,500. And I already felt like they could do it. And I also took the over on the six and a half wins um and so yeah i did all those things so uh, you could do it too if you'd like to use our code b-l-e-a-v get that 50 percent welcome bonus if it's your first time uh, signing up over there with those good folks that bet online so for air i'm anthony Murphy. that's brian murphy we will see you guys on the next episode of the believe in commander show y'all have a good one be good Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.